Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast number 43 of The Real Estate Show. I'm Cherise Selly. With me is Shauna Euling. We are part of Selly Group Real Estate here in Colorado Springs, and we are bringing you relevant real estate news for this area as well as going through some national articles and and uh, talking about the real estate market in general. So Shauna, I'm so happy that you're back with me. And uh, we, we talked a lot on the last podcast about buyers, about, you know, about the new prices and what the average price home now may it's it's literally $699 difference to buy a home from maybe a month ago versus now due to the interest rate increase the home price the average home price has increased in the El Paso County uh stats by nearly 5%. Mm-hmm. So we're up at that 539 684 range but that only changes the payment about $107 from where it was a month ago at uh, 514. Um, but when you add the interest rate increase, and if somebody's locking in at 5% mm-hmm. right now, which as of shooting this podcast, that's what our buyers are locking in at. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're locking in at 5%, even with great credit, that changes their payment to that $699 range. So right. it's not going to get cheaper waiting later in the year to buy a home, people. Sorry. Yeah. I wish we could give you better news. But as interest rates climb, that's a bigger deal than even if the price stabilizes later this year. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, the whole purpose of raising interest rates is to try to, you know, maybe take some of this uncontrollable price increases that we're having and stabilize that a little bit. And I do think prices may at some point stabilize, but I don't see a crash happening right now. Right. I don't either. It's a supply and demand thing. Mm -hmm. And like as of the date yesterday that I was prepping to shoot this, um, there there was literally just still a few hundred homes that were in the market right now active existing single family and you know we might have like 400 and something homes that are active inventory because that includes new construction it Mm -hmm. includes listings that are not actually there but we're still yes our supply has gone up but it is not meeting the demand and that's not just here it's a national thing that's happening yeah so let's, um, but let's talk about some of the bright spots in Colorado Springs and why, you know, when you're, when you're part of this marketplace, what, what are some of the things that kind of set it apart from people considering other parts of the United States to move to? And we've talked about in previous podcasts, the incredible climate, the, the weather, the, the outdoor living, mm-hmm. access to hiking, access to so many things that involve nature in those outdoor spaces. But right. this is also an incredible business climate. It really is. It is. And this is a, an area where we are becoming a much more relevant city than we used to be. Mm-hmm. And so besides our reputation as Olympic City um, now and those parts of our, our um, area of our town that are growing um, in recognition, we also have, you know, a great um, military presence and, and we have 
we have Space Force here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many things that are adding into the economy for aerospace and uh, cybersecurity and those things. But Shauna, um, you mentioned something because it was in today's Gazette. Yes. So I think this is really relevant to that booming growth close to where you live. Yeah, on the north side um, off of Voyager, actually, there's a, it's going to, break ground in about 45 days and it's an 8,000 seat new amphitheater that'll be um, created with west facing views and it's called the sunset because all the concerts will start at sunset and it's um, said to be the red rocks of the south. I mean that is so exciting. So that's kind of cool. The red rocks of the south people. Yeah all we need is guns and roses to come. <laughs> We can be a real city. Yeah. That is hilarious, Shana. But that should be fun. Maybe I'll even hear the concerts from my house. I uh, I, wouldn't that be something? That'd be cool. But it's it does sound really amazing. And what a great, um, you know, it'll draw people from Denver coming down. And, you know, there's just a lot of fun stuff going in on the north side of town. There and that's really going to be great. Billions of dollars of, of growth happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so much is, is happening. And, and this kind of ties into an article that was written on April 3rd by the Gazette Telegraph. And uh, Rich Layden was the author of the article, but he interviewed different commercial real estate agents in the city. And uh, the title was Holding Its Own, meaning that our city has held its own even since COVID. Mm-hmm. It had set things back for the nation, Colorado Springs, has definitely held its own as far as the commercial climate here. Now, there are some things that have been impacted, and I bet you can, uh, I bet you know, just without even looking at those notes, probably the thing that has been impacted the most. Would you take a guess? If, if you were to think about all the commercial climate, what do you think is the most impacted thing? From, from COVID? Uh, yes, and here, locally. I don't know. Okay, you don't know. Well, that's know. fair. That's fair. You're allowed to not know. I, I bet you do. I'll probably remember once you tell me. Yeah, I bet deep down you know, but it's it'll come to mind as I say it. But um, the biggest thing that has been hit is that large-scale office space. Yeah, that makes sense. It does make sense. And even before COVID... Let's take it on a small scale business level on our business. Mm-hmm. We have an office that we don't meet in regularly. In fact, we never meet here. <laughs> we meet, our office meetings are more of con, let's lunch connect. Meetings. Yes, over lunch. <laughs> let's go through things organically, naturally. People are working from their homes. Yeah, they are. That's not going to change. No. So the the one suffering part of the business world is those gigantic office spaces, particularly the ones that are 30,000 square feet or larger. Mm -hmm. Um, It said in the article, and vacancy for those spaces is around 2 million square feet. So I don't really know how to put that in reference until the article talked about it. It's the size of Chapel Hills and the Citadel put together. That's how much vacancy for large office space there is. And that doesn't include the subleases that are available. Um, Peter Scoville of CS Commercial Cushman and Wakefield had talked about those contributions to the article. So the vacancy for office space has jumped up. It's the only thing that's really jumping up mm-hmm. to increase, and it's at 9%. So what that tells me is people need to be creative 
think of some cool businesses that can go into these spaces and be different and fill them up. Yes, absolutely. Because so, there's some incredible... Indoor skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that after this podcast. It's right right up there where that amphitheater is going to be. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. So, um, and let's talk about another segment of commercial. We, there, we have two more to cover. Um, this this next one, I think, resounds in our hearts because we love to eat out, right? Mm-hmm. Retail. Uh, yep. Retail has held its own through COVID. Um, even during all of the changes in restaurants shutting down, which actually have, has broken our hearts, some of these restaurants are permanently gone. Yeah. But the good news is many held their own and many other restaurants have taken their place. Mm-hmm. And because um, there's such high economic growth and development in Colorado Springs, it has really helped the retail space to hold its own. And vacancy is lower. Listen to this. This is interesting. At um, the end of 2021, the vacancy for retail was lower than it was at 2020. Hmm. So in 21, the vacancy was 4.75%. Now keep that in mind. Large office space vacancy, 9%. Yeah. Vacancy for retail, 4.75% versus 5.7% at the end of 2020. Um, resilience to me is the key word on this because retail has been resilient. Mm-hmm. It's found new creative things and ways to work around COVID yeah. here. Um, and so that leaves the last segment of the commercial um, market. And I think it's very interesting because we see this as, you know, we're driving, um, especially like towards the southeast part of the city and you look at amazon which looks like a city within a city yeah thing is huge it is so gigantic it's like i don't remember the exact scale of it to but i think it's miles like i my my apple watch would have all of its rings met if i work there within a couple hours (laughs) i think (laughs) it's amazing so industrial industrial buildings is the perhaps the strongest segment of the market hmm and uh, it's interesting because their vacancy was around 5% at, or it was 5% at 2021, according to the article. There is, so interestingly enough, there's sitting office space, the size of Citadel and Chapel Hills Mall. But for industrial space, the growth and the building that's projected is at 1.2 million square feet hmm. of industrial space. It's planned by developers along Peterson Avenue on the city's east side for the next several years. And that was said by Randy Davis, a principal and senior broker with NAI Highland. Um, And there is also a proposed, listen to this, a 58,500 square foot industrial building, which is planned for the southeast side of Colorado Springs. Mm -hmm. So how does that, why is that important for us as residential real estate agents a, we can connect you to commercial brokers who can help you if you're trying to forge a, a way here into Colorado Springs and you have a company that might be filling some of these spaces and you have a need. We know the people in the community that can help fulfill that. But secondarily, um, this is impacting the residential market. Yeah. It's, you know, where there's giant industrial buildings bringing jobs into one part of town. 
the zip codes related to the southeast part of town were in huge news articles that those were the zip codes that were like the what top zip codes to buy in. You know, I forgot if it was Realtor.com or which um, which who wrote that article, but it was one of the top zip codes um, to buy in down in the southeast part of Colorado Springs due to you know, there's so much growth happening. Yeah, and there's lots of new builds going on down there too. And that would be for like speculative investors and people like that that are, are you know, where jobs are changing the communities. Yeah, and I think a lot of the industrials going down there because it's proximity to Colorado Springs Airport. Yes. It's very easy to ship in and out and they're very friendly um, to that climate. So a lot of places want to, you know, locate close to that airport that's great and it's such a cool airport it's so much easier than navigating than denver yeah <laughs> little hometown airport it's a but it's growing <laughs> it's growing so um this this is the good stuff these are the bright spots these are the important things to know when you're considering real estate and learning about real estate for the colorado springs market we have a healthy business climate and we have a healthy healthy job climate here Mm -hmm, we do so there is so much happening pretty diverse it it is diverse so when when sellers are even trying to figure things out or you know understand that um your home is a valuable commodity because it represents something that a lot of cities are not able to get right now which is a lot of optimism or a Mm -hmm. lot of a lot of potential for growth and um and i think that that is part of what will continue to stabilize things when everything feels so weird right now in the market yeah um that it's just very cool to see we have multifaceted approaches in colorado springs to keep our climate healthy mm-hmm. it's important it is so thank you so much for joining us on this podcast and we look so forward to connecting with you next time